0: this is Two Takes on Pod. Hello, you're listening to Two Takes on a Pod. My name
1: is Osai. And my name is Folarin. This is our podcast where we give you two takes on
0: our theme of the moment. On today's episode, we invite two ladies on to help us talk about how we respond as a society to the Me Too movement and the kind of morally conscious decisions we have to make. As consumers, when shit happens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: um, as you can imagine, this episode was filled with so many gems. We struggled with the importance of separating art from the artist. Um, and then we tried to find out from the girls what exactly they would like to see or hear more from guys when we're talking about sexual assault and the Me Too movement. Yeah, you don't want to miss your answers. Yawa yeah, D. If you guys to introduce yourselves because I'm terrible at introducing people. <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay, great. I'm Tony.
3: Uh, I'm the doctor. You're an enthusiast. Uh, half of Plastic Free Toronto. I'll let Nana talk about Plastic Free Toronto. Yes, I am Lynn Nana Michelle. I go by many names. Yes. Um, the most common of which is Lindura. I am a model and actress in the second half of Plastic Free TO, which is a fun little initiative that we started about a year ago to attempt to be plastic free, which turned into an attempt to just be good global citizens. Yeah. Very hard. <laughs> Much <laughs> really easier difficult. said than done. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's, that's
1: about it. Plastic free T.O. is kind of like, did I say that right? Plastic free T.O. Yeah, T-L. Yeah. It's definitely like, seeped into my life. I attempt to live a plastic
0: free life. Some weeks I fail very miserably. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. oh, <laughs> like, like Us too.
2: Us too. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> So how do you guys even manage that? <laughs> you guys have been doing this for a year. <laughs> yeah. God. I
1: think the plastic free thing has been a little bit longer, isn't it? Since yeah. March
2: of twenty eighteen. So. Year and okay, so just
0: Okay, so
1: you what, just what, you
2: just what, plan more. You just okay. plan more. So what are you
0: planning for like on a day to day like? Just. Like what you to need to leave your
2: house, which is like you need your like water bottle and your coffee mug and your reusable container and cutlery and a bag usually to put things in in case you need one, and that's usually right, enough like to get you through the day with right. like. Ninety percent right. reduction in your plastic use. Okay. Yeah. yeah, if you
3: have a car, go. it's easy because like when I drive around, I just like there's permanently a container that stays there. There's permanently some bags that stay there. For me, it's like remembering to ask for like no straw mm-hmm. at a takeaway or that sort of thing.
1: Yeah, like some mornings, I'm just like, today's the day. And then <laughs> We're I... just
3: like resisting buying chips. Yeah. It's really hard sometimes.
1: <laughs> just resist. Like, don't <laughs> really. buy the popsicle.
3: Yeah, resist. Yeah, we just don't it's buy. It's a lot of time. just resistance. Yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. And just remembering that you're
0: contributing to death of the planet, so yeah. it's also into your diet at least in terms of the oh, yeah. oh yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah. Well, we have to like,
0: yes. I definitely did not it? think of it going that far, right? But that makes a lot of sense because yeah. that's kind of. you should see them grocery out. shop. It's just like yeah. you got your reusable bag, <laughs> like the token. Oh yeah, yeah. And like all of our reusable
2: containers. Yeah, they go everywhere. We pre-made them. Mm-hmm. Nice. And you don't it's go great. to
0: like regular stores anymore. You
2: go to not the, really, yeah. not really.
0: So like what like organic? Yeah,
2: uh, just like uh, a lot of the bulk stores or. There's one place called Karma Food Co-op, which is like more sustainably oriented. So they okay. have plastic free produce and things. So it's easier mm-hmm. to go there. And a like very mm-hmm. nice bulk section with okay. all of the things, including bulk
1: tofu. Which bulk is tofu? Yeah.
2: Interesting. There's just certain things like you just can't bulk find. Bulk Parmesan cheese, grated. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Winning! Exactly. <laughs> um,
1: there are some perks. We, we went to, uh, we went on a zero waste tour. Of a chocolate factory. Oh,
2: fine. Oh, yes, with us. Yes. <laughs> I'm yeah. Like, yeah. That was a <laughs> plastic thing. <laughs> <safety.
1: laughs>
2: <laughs> I thought you meant you too. Uh, no. no, yeah,
1: So, yeah, a you. zero
0: waste tour. Yeah.
1: Um. Well, the the please, you're gonna be much better at explaining this. One of you.
2: Yeah. So, Chocosol basically is a plastic free, not even plastic free. It's just a low waste, mm. sustainably oriented chocolate making company in Toronto. So they so. have like their Workers in Mexico, and they like pay them a living wage, and like all sorts of beautiful things. Mm, right. And then they produce all the chocolate in Toronto, and it's packaged in this like biodegradable packaging, and they are omni-degradable, omni which means you can just put it in the ground and it'll degrade, which is phenomenal. Um, science, science, yeah. as opposed to biodegradable plastics, which is just a lie. Mm. So you know.
0: Oh. So you know. Wait, wait. Hold so on. they're
2: good.
0: <laughs> biodegradable plastics are a lie.
2: Complete lie. I mean, no, uh, let me rephrase. They need a very specific set of conditions in which they will biodegrade. So they need high temperature, they need high oxygen, they usually need a few micro like organisms in a very specific manner. Which um, kind of ends which, up using,
0: defeating the purpose.
2: Well, it's just Toronto doesn't even have the capacity to yeah. deal with, period. So
3: no. it's just basically... To put a bit of clarity on, on that. There's going going a lot of terms garbage. that are being thrown around by companies trying to greenwash all of their products and say, like, we use compostable packaging, mm. or it's recyclable, or et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so... The term biodegradable is often confused with compostable. They are two very different things. Like technically biodegradable should mean it just like biodegrades outside. Right. It biodegradable you know. should be omnidegradable. where it just, right. You can put it in the ground. Because that's, that's what, that's it, not how, what I it's been but that's presented not how, to us. It's, Exactly. Yeah. But that's not what it means. And then there's co- the, the other level of compostable plastic. It's compostable, once again, in certain conditions. Some Sometimes it's aerobic. Decomposition. Sometimes it requires anaerobic decomposition. Nobody knows. They don't, mm-hmm. describe, they don't describe it on describe their packaging, that. so you wouldn't know how to dispose of it. So every time someone offers me a straw that's compostable, I, I want to say a bad word, <laughs> <laughs> and make them go study a little bit, <laughs> because they're not doing any better. Um, and yeah, Toronto doesn't have those facilities. So it's really just... Plastic. Like, it's yeah. just plastic. It's going into the trash. Does
1: it... Like I'm sorry. I'm hearing all of this, and it, it makes me want to go. Why do we even bother?
3: Because we have to. It's a great question. Yeah. No, Because somebody we have
0: has to. to say something, right, and
3: because, teach everyone
0: else. Because
3: because we have to, and mm-hmm. I think Greta Greta Thunberg like put it put it very well. Like when she's going to be seventy five years old, and she'll have grandchildren and kids, and they ask her, "Why didn't you do anything to to fix this? Like they're going to be living in chaos, like absolute chaos, if living at all." Mm. Um, and they're going to look back at, at us and be like, and what were you all doing while this shit was going down? And I'm not going to be here for that, to be like, ah, oh, yeah, I was just loving my life, just enjoying my independence and my freedom and all of my privilege. I'm just not giving a fuck, because it's not me. Yeah.
2: Also, like, James Baldwin, also on this, perfection, right? I cannot be a pessimist, because mm-hmm. to be a pessimist is to say that human life is an academic matter. I cannot, I cannot do that, right? So, so I must be an optimist.
3: That's where we're at. <laughs>
1: Great. Awesome. Uh, did you like want to add to that? Oh, no, that was awesome. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm not touching that. Yeah.
0: <laughs> excellent, excellent. That was quite beautifully put.
1: Okay, so um, I'm glad we have you girls on the show today um, because Osire and I do a lot of talking to ourselves about ideas and then we realize that maybe... <laughs> Maybe we need some other perspectives on these. <laughs> I need support. Yeah, we need um, we need some help. Um, yeah. And like, I was very excited about the idea of the two of you helping us out with this one. Yeah. Okay, so we um, so sort of in the wake of 2017-2018, which is a big year for um, for women and sexual assault cases against um, men uh, and <laughs> just poor fucking explanation, yeah. <laughs> women, yeah, it's sex result, men, yeah, uh, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be awkward, guys. <laughs> yeah. um, well, essentially, like, the rise of the Me Too movement, right, um, just to sort of button that, um, and we were curious, or at least I'm curious, about um, the role that we play just as, like, individual members, right, of, of, of society. Um, and when you look at the men that are being called out, um, a lot of them are very high profile, a lot of them significant, you know, sort of in their industry. Um, and those people, whether we like them or not, um, will represent a role model or a hero to somebody. Right. Um, and after an allegation like this comes out, um, and after, you know, say it's proven to a certain extent, like there's no doubt, like you know, this, this actually happened, this person, let you down or let that person down, um, in some way as just an observer, somebody's looking at this, you have to make a morally conscious decision. Um, you know, do you remove this person as a hero in your life? Um, or like, you know, what do you how tell do you, yourself? Like you're okay with, you know, yeah, I mean? how do you
0: assess them moving forward?
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, like, I hope you're listening, guys, with some nuance and knowing that, like, I'm not saying sexual assault is okay. Right. Obviously, that's horrible. Right. But it's really just on the other side of it, like, how do we respond to it? How do we respond to that, right? What's the Um, appropriate
0: way to respond to it, right? I mean, I think at this point, we have a general idea of what to do and where to go. But, I mean, as guys looking at it from our side, I think there's always going to be a little bit of a gap understanding what women go through and how you guys are seeing it and how we should be expected to approach it moving forward just in terms of being there or being in an environment or if this is brought up to you how do you have that conversation moving forward how do you kind of help structure or even mm-hmm. if you know somebody who has these tendencies how do you kind of stop them before you know mm-hmm. it gets worse I, I guess yeah from, for, for, for us is it's really understanding enough to prevent mm. you know maybe we can't solve it maybe you know there isn't any perfect cure to be able to identify everything at once but to be able to identify early maybe some of the signs and how do we prevent it moving forward especially like using like these major examples mm-hmm. i think to some extent we're going to talk about both extremes where it's one extremes, but like where it's like clearly like this person is you know, this person has a history, mm-hmm. right, of doing this. And then there's some people where were, there were those back and forth, and there were questions on whether or not that was accurate or mm-hmm. not, and like maybe how to adjust that. You know what I mean, or at least address it in the public sphere. Okay. You know. So that's like three different questions. Yeah, that
1: was yeah. a lot of questions. Yeah, yeah. yeah Okay. <laughs> okay. Where, where should we start?
0: Where should we start? Um, do Do
1: you guys want me to like repeat question one or question uh, two? I do you have least, a- I
2: like I think I understood question one, which was. What do you do in cases, I guess, of high-profile mm-hmm. yes. uh, people who have committed sexual assault, and how do you deal with that from, like, a personal standpoint? Mm-hmm. Yes. Well,
1: like, what do you think of it? You know, not necessarily uh, how you would deal with it. But... I, th-
2: I think me and Nana have very Lindor, have very different perspectives on this. So, for instance, <laughs> Bill Cosby, we had talked about this briefly earlier. So, mm-hmm. when Bill Cosby, when it came out that he was someone who had, you know, given women all these sorts of drugs and all these sorts of things, and all of these women who came forth saying I was sexually assaulted. I was heartbroken. Like mm. devastated. Because we've grown up watching Cosby. He was like the epitome of what a family should be. Right. And then this happened and I was like, oh, that's it. That's, that's it for me. Like we're done. We're done here. That was just a lie. Mm. And I haven't watched Cosby since. I, I just can't. Mm. And, it's, and it's, still, it's still heartbreaking a little bit. I'm not going to lie. But I, she doesn't feel this way about celebrities. I don't, I A, don't like to know anything about their lives. So then when I'm forced to know things about their lives... Then it becomes exactly like you said, like it's a moral, it's a moral decision. How do I respond to this? And if that person so clearly doesn't respect women that you can do that this many times, the whole emphasis that that show was predicated upon where, you know, Claire Huxtable is a wonderful lawyer and mother Mm. and wife and all of these things. And then in the background, you're screwing women over. Like, I'm sorry, this is, it invalidates your work. Mm. Even if the work itself is great. The intention behind it, or the—I don't know how to put that into words—but I just, I'm—that's mm. it for me. Like I'm just done.
0: Right. It's a challenge to separate the art from the artist. Exactly. I, I'm very bad,
3: bad at that, that.
2: She's really great at that. Exact and opposite.
3: I'm totally not able but to. But I wouldn't say the exact opposite because you're very decided in how you feel about it, yes. and like that's just how you feel, mm. which is how you've been your whole life. But me, I'm like, I'm still undecided. I'm still wrestling. <laughs> I feel like <laughs> on 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 like one level, just. It to respond to the way Tony looks at things I look at it differently um, not necessarily I guess I am able mentally to separate the art from the artist but I also when it comes to someone's artwork I've never seen celebrities as other whereas like a lot of people pay attention to their lives and treat like put them on a pedestal in the sense of like expect them to be human beings that are wonderful whereas I'm like they're just human beings who happen to have one talent which we all have we all have one talent um so when it comes to finding out things about their personal lives like I don't like to pay attention I don't I don't actively go out looking for stories or things about celebrities I also don't see value in that because who am I to say that that is the truth I don't really know this person. I've never come across this person. You can say all you want to say. The media can say all I want to say. But really, do I know the situation? Hells to the freaking So Why am I going to waste my mental space trying to figure out what's true? Did Michael Jackson do it? Who the fuck knows? Mm. But like ultimately, am I going to waste my time trying to figure that out? No. Am I going to respect the music that he came out with that I think is great musically, lyrically, also motivational, also just like there's so many great things about his art it doesn't matter who he was as a person because you have like this wonderful tool that is able to motivate people to like great action that I'm not going to look down upon. Now you take someone like a Chris Brown, for example, whose lyrics are very much just not wholesome and also just blatantly disrespect a lot of people, including himself, including women. There's a lot of things there. Like then you want to add on that he, it might have, been a terrible person in real life might be a terrible person in real life whatever don't claim to know sure he beat up Rihanna did a lot of bad things it doesn't matter at the end of the day there's certain Chris Brown songs that I don't respect that I try not to listen to because I'm like Mm. that's not adding any positive value to my life or to someone else's other than the producer who got on the beat and blessed us all. But, <laughs> like, <laughs> but, like, but that's but that's the mm. thing. There's like so many layers to it. It's like one is like a separation of the artist from the art, which she can't do and I can't and I can look at art and be like, if it's good art, carry on. R. Kelly and Celine Dion made a song, carry on. Mm. R. Kelly did some shit. But I'm not going to stop it's listening just, to this. Yeah. Well, it's okay. not
0: just Okay, sorry, go. So Okay, so with R. Kelly, because that's the interesting part. So I can see, R. Kelly's like somewhere in between for me. Because I understand where you're coming from. I understand where you're coming from, right? But R. Kelly almost feels like some of the stuff that he was doing was inspired, like went into the music. Yeah. So when you think about like age ain't nothing but a number, you're, you're just thinking to yourself like. <laughs> um, <laughs> Awkward. Yeah, mm. like I, I can't not see it. When he's talking about being the Pied Piper, mm. I, I just I can't unsee it, you know. Mm. So for me, like someone like R. Kelly, for example, I can't separate him from his music because I think that it kind of just went in together. Mm. You understand what I'm saying? So yeah. there's great stuff like happy people there, like I can fly. But for me, it's just it's been contaminated by how he lived his life and I can hear the influence of it in the music. Yeah. So That's like fair. so like what we we're talking about with Chris Brown. So do you have like some tracks that you like from Chris Brown and then somewhere it's just like I don't I know or you just kind of like you know
3: no P. And I don't often listen to all the lyrics until mm-hmm. quite later. Like, I'll listen to a song 25 times and finally I'll hear all the lyrics and be like, oh, what have I been listening to? <laughs> what have I been feeding like myself? The melody. <laughs> really, like, all this infiltration has just been happening without my awareness. Um, yeah, no. So there's some songs that I just try not to listen to anymore. But, like, I, I get that with R. Kelly. I don't, honestly, I was never an R. Kelly fan. So all of his like actual music, mm-hmm. I don't know it. Yeah. I know like the yeah, just the, the popular ones. few yeah. popular ones that probably weren't that bad. Like the worst one that I can think of in my head is Ignition. <laughs> and that's just a sex song. Mm-hmm. And everyone has a sex song. Mm-hmm. Or 10, or 25, or however many. So, you know yeah. like when it is? comes to like specific songs where like, oh, he was probably talking about this and that's weird and right. all, like I don't I don't even have a framework for those 20, songs.
2: Tony Watson, Tony Watson so. issue.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: I take your
2: point about separating art from the artist and mm-hmm. I think and I think that's I think that's valid. I guess my problem is at the point where we've created a society in which sexual assault like still happens so frequently and is very rarely acknowledged, recognized, very rarely has some sort of consequence especially for the perpetrator. To then say, and you just get a free pass, and your art shall be forever in the history books mm. of fame and wonder for what you've done for humanity, I have a huge problem with that. I, I guess Because it perpetuates
3: is... the culture. Mm. Yeah, and that brings me to That's... the next layer of the conversation, yeah. which is where I struggle. It's the fact that at the end of the day, in the society that we live in, we're all consumers, and what we buy into, right, it, it matters. It perpetuates stories Absolutely. and narratives, yeah. and it creates a culture. And that culture carries on. Mm. So that's that's the like the separation of artists from art. I'm like, ah, yeah, cool. But then I get to the next level of like, oh, but what am I but, going to consume? And like what does that mean? And is this horrible that I'm still consuming these things? Mm-hmm. I guess like that's the question, right? Like, does it, yeah, it, does really it is. matter? And does it count as consumption if you're not actually supporting the artists, you're not going to their concert, you're not monetarily like supporting them? Mm-hmm. Does it matter if me in my house I'm actively boycotting R. Kelly, and no one knows, yes. and it makes no difference <laughs> to the world, but I know mm-hmm. that I'm actively boycotting R. Kelly. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Right. I do, so, but like, does my public? moral responsibility, like, go so deeply that it has to, like, affect my every single action, or just does. my consumptive behavior? No, but it's like, And oh, yeah, just right. my, like, public, cultural, etc. etc. behavior. Ooh. I think, I think and, that's
2: too much. That's too and, then, and, then, so, and then I
3: get to another layer. That's too much for you? <laughs> <laughs> my brain went deeper. <laughs> my brain went deeper. Just, okay, I, I then went to the next level of as also a fellow human being who has made many mistakes in my life, who has done terrible things to certain people, like, which we've all done. Like, we've all hurt people. We've all made mistakes. We've all done things that we've regretted. Who am I to now judge someone else so harshly that I don't know, that has nothing to do with my life? Like, for what, like, what value does that add to my life? And is that really a value that I want to have? Like, is, is it up to me to, like, judge so harshly? Right. When at the end of the day, like... I will pray for these people and pray that that doesn't happen and pray that we live in a society where we can start to talk about these things and start to, you know, dig through lyrics of songs and topics that we just used to brush over, like, all that art shit. Like, why the fuck were we listening to it in the first place if it was so bad? That's mm-hmm. my question. etc cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So, that's... There's layers. Yeah. I mean, this <laughs> question is... Yeah. This question is not
1: supposed to be easy. Yeah. Um, yeah. I feel like you've... Kind of broken down the layers quite nice, mm-hmm. quite nicely, right? Um, or quite clearly. And I, for me, the first one is always, um, "What line are we going to draw in the sand as a society?" I think that's kind of what it boils down to. A lot of well, the maybe. internal and personal stuff is key to explore and have a deeper understanding of where you mm-hmm. stand, right? But at the end of the day, real people are being harmed. Yeah. Is how I view it. Like real lives are being shattered. So how I feel about whether I'm the person to judge you yeah. kind of is secondary to when you, you see the pain being caused, in my opinion. And if you can do what you can do to limit that pain, you should. And if what you're doing is just personally saying, I will not buy this R. Kelly CD or I will not watch this show or, you know what, there's, cred- there's credible evidence by the systems that we have faith in that this person committed these acts obviously we we want that to be true as well right after that point you got to go in my opinion like this is nothing that this is no longer something we accept or i accept in society and like when you make that personal decision it'll rob off and like the people around you for example you guys went plastic free and then like my life is now like you know 40 percent plastic free Closer to 20, right? But what I mean by that is, like, what you choose to do with your life impacts the people around you, right? So if, like, it becomes a thing where you and your friends are saying, you know what, none of this, that will, that will, that contact will sort of help proliferate it, if you will.
3: So, Mm -hmm. question As men, do you feel like your opinions of certain, like, when you hear stories of, like, other Mm -hmm. men who are involved in all the sexual abuse stuff, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, when people like Tony, for example, are like, "Turn off that song. I'm not listening to it. It's R. Kelly," or D- change the channel, Cosby's on. I don't want to watch it. I don't support that because this, this, that, and the third. Does it? Does that extra step of someone else being like, "Oh, it's not okay." Does that change your opinions of like something not being okay? For example, wanna take like,
0: this one. Um, to I mean, to some extent, right? For me, if I don't know, I'm asking the question why, right? As long as the person doesn't take offense and is able to break it down to me. And it's not like you have to. I'm just genuinely curious as to why you know you don't want this person on. I think in a, from a greater perspective, uh, you know, you have society respond. And if society doesn't respond in a certain way, organizations are not going to respond. And ultimately, that's where it should be. So just I, I'm kind of derailing a little bit. So back to the point of separating the art from the artist. I think it's our job as a public to apply pressure on whatever institutions or governing bodies exist to actually do something. Then the people who are in charge are responsible for setting those parameters or doing investigations and things like that. So maybe you're not completely shut out the person's music. It should be there for people who choose to support or or still want to listen to the music or even want to use it for research, if you understand what I'm saying. Mm. So that should be available. It shouldn't be completely locked up somewhere. On the other side, if you're choosing to celebrate this artist and promote them over other people who are trying to do good work, especially when you know this person has built their themselves and their career on the pain of others, then I think that's a different kind of question. So it's maybe, okay, the, the art is still there, but do we actively support this person, put money behind this person? Maybe not. You understand what I'm saying? Um, and with regards to if I see something and somebody kind of uh, says, hey, they don't want to listen to this, uh, especially if it's anything to do with sexual assault, I, have, I will respect it. You understand? Because I don't know what experience that person is going through. I don't know if there's some trauma behind it. I don't know. And it's not necessarily my business for them to necessarily explain that to me. Mm. So it's just like, oh, I understand that this is this person has this history. And it's not good. And that's enough for me.
3: I guess I'm just wondering, like, if the point of, like, not supporting certain artists and certain art is to change the culture yes are those individual actions that people take to actively not support something is that changing the culture at all like is that changing anyone's mind like in a room yeah is that making you think differently about sexual assault than you did before
0: (laughs) it's forcing the conversation and sometimes that's all we need so even if We have a debate and I still stick to my point. Now I'm thinking about it. Mm -hmm. Next time R. Kelly pops up, I'm paying attention to see what additional information there is. Oh, he's been arrested. Oh, somebody else has come in and filed a report. Okay like now you're seeing, you're paying a little bit more attention so it might not look big in the grand scheme of things but a lot of people are having these conversations if you watch the documentary oh man i couldn't get through it i only watched the first one yeah. you know all, all those kind of things right so it's people are forced to have that conversation they're forced to recognize something that we've kind of been hearing for the past like 10 15 20 years right <laughs> like mm. if you think about it it's it's getting to this There's point years, now 100. like it, <laughs> No, I'm saying like just with him specifically. <laughs> <Okay>. He's <laughs> like a <laughs> hundred years. Wait, wait, wait. No, time. just with just with him specifically. If you're talking about the whole patriarchy, then I don't have a number. <laughs> yeah. but, but
3: then here's the thing: when you make it about that person, then for example, you so you're you're now paying attention to R. Kelly and R. Kelly news and what happened and what didn't happen, et cetera, et cetera. But was that the point of the conversation? or Was the point of the conversation to talk about? what exactly it was that he did, how that affects your life, and how you now need to re- reassess, like, your own relationships. Like, I I just don't, I don't feel like when we're talking about these celebrities and using them as scapegoats for this, this, that, and the third, and really focusing on those issues and being like, I'm not going to listen to R. Kelly, mm. blah, 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 R. Kelly's this, that, and the third, and we start paying attention to R. Kelly, and this happened, and the documentary, did you see the documentary, and all this, mm. but have we had a conversation? About what that means in our own lives, in our own relationships, and the people I that we that may have done similar things to. The the movement, though, mm, right? Yeah. Where it
2: created it, space for all of these people to come together right. and talk about their lives. So that was the power of the yeah. movement.
0: That's what caused it to keep going. Yeah. Like I, I can even tell you when I was watching the documentary, I was watching my girlfriend, and like, it was hard to actually watch all six of you. We would just take it, then we'd we'll have to like do something to wash it out of our system or something mm. you you understand what i mean and we had to have like frank conversations you know about our lives and what we've experienced so it, it it's 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 almost like you know, that's the powerful of uh, these kind of documentaries. So maybe not every mm-hmm. single aspect is as useful or generates the kind of conversation that we should be having. But for me, that documentary mm-hmm. certainly did. It made me think about it, reflect on it. Just think about, you know, people talk about, especially in Nigeria, talk about their uncles, you know, just different types <laughs> of people, like, you know, in your life, kind of trying to do what these guys did. And you're seeing some of the symptoms, you're seeing his methods, like all those things are scary right but it's also a lot of learning and understanding and now you are like for me absolutely keeping an eye out for anybody who i care about or i'm friends with just to make sure that like these things aren't you know getting past me mm. you understand what i'm saying because this is what's happening to people in their real lives and the parents can't do anything yeah
1: and like often we're, we're quite oblivious right by we i mean like guys right. are, are quite oblivious you know not only to your actions, because you just haven't learned, but to the actions of others, you know? So I feel like, um, to answer your question, yeah. The fact that this has happened over the last two years has led to a lot more of these conversations. Nowhere near enough, in my opinion, mm. but a lot more, and a lot more people are learning, and I think it would take time. It would take um, us being intentional about including it in our conversations and in our consciousness.
3: Right. To that effect, then, like, continuing to listen to the music... And still bring up the conversation is the same to me as not listening to music and bringing up the conversation.
1: The, the, so what the what I mean, like so at the end the of the day, mm-hmm.
3: like you can listen or you can not listen. We still need to have these conversations. The fact that this person right. did something horrible. I think it's a like, starter
2: piece. And I also think it's a statement to take a stance. Mm-hmm. Your life is your message. So you just yes. take a stance and people will respond to that in some way. That's so fair. by not watching, by not listening, right. like
3: that's a stance, mm. right? People. Have so whereas I it. take my stance on the art, and when mm. the art's like questionable, Sorry. I'm like, let's talk about this. Yeah. <laughs> whereas you take a I stance think, on the artist, mm. because, because I guess at the end of we're the day, both taking a stance it's a on person something in society, right?
2: Mm. Like and that, and that's who's creating the culture. Like I mean, it yeah. creates culture to a certain extent, but like what we let these people get away with because they have so much power and so much money, mm. like
3: that's where the culture right. is coming from. They drive culture. Yeah. The money right. thing
1: to answer your question about this is
3: what you said about the. Like corporations, like not further buying into these sorts of things. They have a role to play. They have a role to play for sure. I think
1: what you're ignoring, though, um, when you're talking about listening and not listening, is the same thing. Is um, especially with I hate that we're using R. Kelly, but especially with R. Kelly because when you listen to his music, you essentially put money in his pocket. You essentially allow him to still be able to cause harm to people. That I think is the strongest argument for not engaging with the. Mm. whether you can separate it or not. The strongest argument for not engaging with the art, especially when someone is dangerous, especially when someone is still in a position to cause harm, I think. Because there's other scenarios where it's not really relevant, right? Where, like, whether they don't really have art, it's just a guy at work, you know? Right? Because right now we're really talking about something very specific. But, you know, in this case, when it comes to art, it's like, if I watch this film, he is getting paid somehow. If he is getting paid somehow, isn't he
3: getting paid from his documentary?
1: No, he. If he's getting paid somehow, he is able to like still support himself mm. and still you know fight these cases in court and still cause harm. That that's I think awesome. is the strongest argument. The documentary was done gotcha. by an external thing, had nothing to do with him. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, it would be really weird if he was getting paid for that. Cause, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's definitely not. Um, but yeah, I think that's just that's really the strongest argument against consuming it. Yeah. In my opinion, yeah. Right. Um, we have lots Perfect. of more to say. Can
2: we change that like, topic slightly? Yes. I think, like you said something which I found was really interesting. And I think both of you sort of touched on this, where you feel much more hopeful about how this has changed the conversation and how like your lives have changed mm-hmm. and you recognize things. And I yeah. think that's great. But I think if you take a look at the world, like I always I always hope that these social movements will, will generate change and it'll be forward change. But then like you look around and there's like Brett Kavanaugh and there's Donald Trump. And there's all these people doing all these things, and not even people, but mm. literally changing laws around which women get to exist and have freedom, mm. and so and I and I and I had, you have to go. Like, did this do anything other than make it worse?
1: That's I'm so glad you mentioned that because I wanted to pivot I, to. I
2: don't know. The blowback. It's been intense. Right. So you say like yes, we're just gonna keep having these conversations, it's gonna keep happening, but we have to do more than that. Like we we'll have to be willing to stand up to the people who have power, who are uncomfortable having that taken away, and say, no, sorry, you need to sit down. Mm-hmm. But they're the loudest, richest people, so they don't sit down very easily. No. Right. Like. And, then, and then here we all are.
0: But then you always end up hitting them where it hurts. Where, like, it's where is that? Money. If it's not money, if it's in political position, it's votes. Right. Ultimately, these guys. Will fall and bend down. You're gonna and fight. And then we have Trump as president, so yeah. I don't get it.
3: they're, they're, like, go, they're
0: gonna fight. That's the states we live in. Canada. Every time the, the the fact that Trump is president
2: John is <laughs> like, oh, <yeah>. like, <laughs>
0: the, the fact that <laughs> Trump is president mm. is is part of a fight back, right? It's it's a it's it's a backlash against Obama. Mm. It's a backlash against the idea that a Muslim, Baba mm. uh African American can enter the U.S. and be president, right? Like mm. they call them an immigrant. They you know they. Mm talked about his, uh, what's it called? The whole Bertha movement. The, the point I'm making is whenever something good happens, don't expect that there isn't going to be a significant pushback oh, on the I'm, other side. I'm aware. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. So I think it is part of the process. I mean, again, like maybe I'm being too hopeful and I don't think the problem is anywhere near fixed. Right. Mm-hmm. I just know that now, if you're some, a celebrity, a powerful man who's trying to, you know, maybe build your status or whatever, and some lady comes at you and you're in the room, you are definitely thinking about, uh, what's his name? <laughs> you're definitely thinking about all the multiple thousands of men in Hollywood yeah. that just got, you know, basically written off because of what they did. I think, right. like, just putting that fear of God in their hearts a little bit, I think, is, is a key step. You know, I don't think Bill Cosby now, after everything has gone, has the balls to do what he did again, but I don't know, right? Heck? At least now he knows that something, he's something right is going out. to happen. Mm. You said what?
2: I said he's just older. that. Like, yeah, yeah like, exactly. Right, but but I'm saying bad. like, any giving this, given us. this environment,
0: mm-hmm. given this time, given these conditions, mm-hmm. I don't think it's as comfortable for these people to do it. It's not, right? yeah. it's not done. These people can still get away with it. Like, I'm not saying that, but I'm saying there at least has been some progress in essentially making sure that these people feel so sort of... <laughs> they're like, not no. It. Not it. <laughs> no, So please, not break,
1: it down, <laughs> break not it. it down to me. Break it down to me. though, so, like... Um, so sorry.
3: No, no, you go first.
1: I, I, was, I was listening to some politician talk um, about change right. and how we, how we view it, right? Because um, you have to factor in time.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: and how much time it will take to get the kind of, like, massive change that you that you think that we're capable of as society. Mm-hmm. So, you're 100% correct, right? We've had all of these, like, massive positive things, and we're hopeful, and it's all like, oh, my God, yay, hey, we're moving in the right direction. And then, you know, a man accused by 20-plus people of sexual assault is elected to president you know, Jean in Canada, like, is just...
2: President, it's really like the Supreme Court of the United States of America. Yeah, that and, and, really and that, 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 that I mean... Your judicial body yeah. is essentially condoning mm-hmm. I mean, that's... Sexual assault, like, at that point, what are we doing here? Mm-hmm. That's not, that's not even, that's not even backtrack. that's like, we've gone back 200 years. Mm-hmm. Like, that's, so like, yes, to the time point, but like, we we get ahead so slowly and we go back so, so quickly. So
1: quickly. That, that, that fight, um, is a very, like, American thing. It is, the it only changes way... everything. It so, does.
2: Like, it just changes, like, even if that's not true in Canada, and it's not, we don't have this man in Canada, which I'm grateful for, but it still changes the conversation, and it's still, we follow, we follow the leaders yeah. here, and the United States, as much as I hate to say it, is still a leader in the world.
3: Yeah, they are. So, Especially yeah, culturally speaking. Yeah. yeah. So the mm-hmm. fact like, that
0: he's able to sit on the Supreme Court is a statement is and a, a message that nothing really it's, has changed, that's, that's, or that's, yeah. or it's not changed enough.
2: It's almost worse, in my opinion. Like it's almost like we've said, ah, yes, we hear you, women. We just don't care. Like hmm. we hear you. We're gonna have this fake trial that they had, where this woman gets up. I can't remember her name. She was great. Stands up, tells her whole story, seemingly very re- like reasonably. Right. And then Bratkovna throws him. a tantrum, yeah. and then they elect him to the Supreme Court. And it's, so like, we'll pretend like we care about justice, but really, I'm over here as a rich white dude, and I'm going to do whatever I want. Yeah. I you want to have an abortion? Sorry, I'm a rich white dude. I don't care. You don't get to have
3: one. Yeah. It's, it's just... I agree with that. It hasn't changed power dynamics It's changed all. no power... Py- and it hasn't fact, changed the power changed dynamics, power dynamics worse. worse. They've gotten worse. Yeah. Which is the backlash that Osai was talking yeah, yeah. about. Right. Um. So I see your point. I get your point. On... Yeah.
1: On, what to, on <laughs> yeah. what to do about it. On what to
3: do about it. I don't know. You also, write your MP on have. Monday. <laughs> Come write letters. You Not know that that's going to help, but we know. hope. Um, no, I also have something to say on, on this thing that you've said about how it creates fear in people's mind. This whole movement has created a lot of fear in people's mind that changes the outcome potentially because now men are really critically looking at the way they're interacting with women based on the fact that if something were to accidentally happen, they might be accused wrongly or et cetera, et cetera. There's a lot of fear. They just don't want to be accused. They don't want to have consequences, et cetera. So in one sense, maybe the fear is preventing a lot of assault and a lot of sexual assault, et cetera, et cetera, for women. So maybe that is a good thing. But then at the same time, I'm like, but was that really the point? Mm. No. Like, was that the point to make everyone scared to exist? Because that was not No, the point. that wasn't the point. And is that a useful tool fear is never a useful tool in creating change Mm. like no wonder the change hasn't been created because all we did was create a class of men who are now just scared to exist scared to have conversations and probably Mm. still at the end of the day deep down feel the exact same way about women as they felt before
1: Mm. so it's not changing the root like it's not not changing
3: understanding and of like what needs to change is the fundamental way we interact with each other as males and females. Mm. And the fundamental ways that we view each other from the rip as children to growing up. Because that's where your attitudes are going to form such that you can even reach a position where you feel like it's okay to do all the things you've done mm. and other people will support you in that decision. So do you because think- everything in society has led us to believe that this is, this is just okay, even so, though sexual assault is wrong. Okay. It's still okay to view women the way we view them as like sexual tools. But we we cannot assault them, but we can view them as sexual. So this is what I'm saying. Like <laughs> we've created we've so much backlash and conversation around like the sexual assault that we've forgotten to like address
1: respect women. You know, like, like the right, basic right.
3: reason that this is all happening. Mm. So we can vilify, we can like put in the media, we can say all this bad stuff happened. This person is terrible. He did all these things. And realistically, there are so many more people that are not in the news that are doing the same damn things and getting away with it or not. So at the end of the day. Does the getting away with it or not really, really matter here? That's not what we need to, like, focus on. Mm. We don't need to focus on all the people who didn't get away with it are now in the news because they didn't get away with it. Let's focus on all the people who are still, like, who this is still an issue for, because why? Let's look at the because why and have conversations about that.
1: I think that's why I'm hopeful, though. I think what you're saying, right, is um, there's a bunch of these other regular people who don't understand the very like basic of just respecting women. I, I think and he would agree, I hope, that these kinds of conversations just between guys, when you use these popular people as a point of reference, which mm. I think is the major thing, like mm. we don't it's listen cute. to that music because of these 17 different things, starting from, number one, respect the women in your life, and they're not just sexual objects, they're people with personalities right. and emotions. And, and But that would infiltrate you know, into, like,
3: like, art as well, not just, like, looking at the artists and boycotting artists. That's like, what are you listening to as art mm-hmm. from the nicest human beings on the planet who are mm-hmm. still producing nonsense art, creating so, culture, like
0: so me personally i think that to some extent i mean i don't think the fear is the whole conversation but i think it helps Mm. so (laughs) (laughs) it's not the main piece (laughs) to to be perfectly honest because you know some people that just didn't give a shit when they were talking about women or just dealing with a man are now thinking about it Mm. right and then they actually say hey guy you know i've been talking to this babe like this you know, it makes sense or something like that like yeah. yeah dude as long as she understands you know then yeah. like you guys you're good as a right?
3: catalyst for self-assessment you, you understand know what, what i'm saying it's it's because
0: like you know, so some people uh, some because some people their way of approaching it was predicated on getting away with some of these things these things are like assault mm. right like whether it's verbal assault whether it's physical or sexual assault or anything in that realm right so i feel like for us, to some extent, like just taking back and recollecting, and like as a kid, okay, when I dealt with this person, okay, how did I handle that? Is that good? Do I need to make some calls? Do you understand <laughs> what I'm saying? Like straight up, like I yes. thankfully I don't, <laughs> but but like those are mm. the conversations I'm, I'm personally having. and It's not necessarily yeah. because oh I'm afraid this this this. this. Mm. I mean, yes, there's there might be an aspect to that, but it's also trying to just reassess how you approach people and things and things that you completely disregarded but are now learning that you know because sometimes so i was talking to one of my friends and she said oh yeah anytime like i'm going on a date i typically like meet um the guy at one of my my friend's apartment building because i never know who the person is so i don't want them to know exactly where i live And i'm just sitting there with my mouth open like you have to think about like you know as a guy you just Pulling up, it's not an issue. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there is no concern, mm. right? And she has to think at this level, right? And then when she's not saying something like, "Oh, like, oh, I don't like this," or you, you know, somebody touches you, you don't understand that there is, there is, there is layers of like, you know, just experience and different types of people that she's had to deal with to actually get to that point. You're just saying, "Oh no, it's not a big deal. Like, it's, it's it's whatever," you know. So for us, hearing these stories, people telling us what their experience uh, it was like even for Lupita Nyong'o when I read her article yeah. dealing, like it, I, I was just shocked you know and you're right maybe I shouldn't be shocked Maybe think I should understand but I, I think I have been listening I think I care enough right but <laughs> there's so much that we haven't fucking seen as men <laughs> to be perfectly honest with you <laughs> so so like, for now the fear is necessary <laughs> You should, you should sit down <laughs> and ask yourself your you, you should ask yourself bro did you violate <laughs> like, yeah. you well, know and I you think, see like yeah if you're a witness like did you say something yeah. like yeah. and then what are you gonna do if that happens in front of you mm. you understand what I'm saying mm. like these these are the things that like like so again like I, I to your point um this hasn't moved forward like the 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 whole supreme court thing is a huge disappointment right like yeah. I, I i can't i, I couldn't believe in myself i was so sure this woman was a doctor she had like just she was just she, she was a credible part of society mm-hmm. like it wasn't just some random person mm-hmm, yeah. and they didn't they just attacked you disregard them. they just completely attacked yeah. her right so in, in that in that sense i think there's going to be pushback these kind of conversations are helping people learn. Like, whether they like it or not, mm-hmm. whether they want to accept it or not, mm-hmm. they're, they're going to be forced. So that's why I like to say, oh, I don't turn that Kelly shit off, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So this person's gonna have to ask themselves, well, it's not a big deal, it's just R. Kelly anyway. Yeah, okay, cool. Yeah. yeah, tomorrow you're gonna hear it again. <laughs> and next tomorrow you're gonna hear it again. Mm-hmm. And then for at some point you go, okay, what did this guy do? <laughs> Maybe <laughs> you go do some research and figure the shit out. You understand what I'm saying? Like, so yeah. from my, my point of view, like what, like just as a, you know, I guess as a man, trying to actually understand, learn, and be actually useful in this movement, right? It's, one, I know I don't have all the information, so I look to you girls to like help us understand mm-hmm. and help us approach people, whether it's our friends, whether it's women, whatever it is, just in the, in the most sensible way where we can actually answer the roots of yeah. the problem right i'm mm-hmm. not just
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah. okay um, i'm tempted to say briefly but i know it's impossible so, <laughs> yeah um, so with me i have be, yeah i don't think I
2: already
3: have another yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: damn, <laughs> damn. um i have a question uh uh-huh. is there something you wish guys did more or said more on this topic.
2: Apparently Nana has lots of thoughts. Yeah, I have so thoughts, but I'll... I'll, 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 I'll wait for what she says, Just to if I have more things to say.
3: I wish guys would acknowledge their power. Yeah. Simply that. Okay. Because I feel like a lot of guys run into these issues of, like you said, suddenly having all these revelations of like, oh my gosh, what have I been doing? And like, did this action affect her in that way? And like, maybe this, that, and the third. And a lot of it is just that you walk around assuming that... Because we live in the 21st century and women pay for their own shit and they're all independent singing their Beyonce songs, that they have the same amount of power as you. Mm -hmm. And you assume that they feel that way. That they feel like, I can just say no if I don't want to do something. And you'll respect that because you are sensible young men. However, that's just fundamentally not the case. And we've created a society where a lot of women, I think, also in one sense, project that they have this strong amount, like these strong amounts of power, they can do anything, we can do anything, we can tackle anything, and yes, we damn well can. At the same time, we all still live within ourselves, knowing fully well that we are, in a lot of situations, potentially in danger. And that we have to think about things like, where am I meeting this person? Mm. Who do, who knows that I'm meeting this person at this time? What time of night am I? All these things that we have to go through in our heads that you if don't I, realize. If I get into
2: trouble, will it be a problem what I'm wearing? Right, right. For people to believe me later. Right. Oh, if yes. I if
3: I'm wearing this certain thing, am I suddenly going to be looked at in a certain way? Am I suddenly going to be devalued? There's so many things that are going around in the back of our minds and that still exist as a power dynamic that. Guys are unaware of completely and that's why it is so easy for you to like walk all over us without even realizing it And that's why sexual assault has become this very gray area of like was it sexual assault because she didn't really say no but like she really didn't want to but I didn't really know that because she didn't say no but Meanwhile, all it was is that you have so much power that you don't realize That it's not comfortable for us to just speak up automatically and be like ah yeah, no, I changed my mind because who knows what repercussions that will have? Who knows if you'll listen? Who knows if he will take us seriously? Who knows if we'll be able to get out of the damn place or if that will just exacerbate the situation? Like there are so many things, but I think my main ask is acknowledge your power.
1: Yeah, well said.
3: I'm going to leave it there. I don't think <laughs> I, I, I have anything to add. Like, I,
2: I could do like specific things, but mm. I think generically... Like, that's the power. The, the power the thing is major, isn't no, it? Yeah, that's what. That's what it is.
1: Mm. Excellent. Well, thank you. That was that was that was quite brief. I appreciate it. I <laughs>
0: tried.
1: <laughs> that's awesome. Um, like I think we have covered quite a lot. Um, I'm very happy um, to have you guys. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, guys. Thank you for um, having us. Yeah. And so, listening
3: to us rant. Of course, of course.
1: Can you please tell everybody where they can find your social media? Um,
3: Yes, uh, my name is Lindura, if you could even tell the difference between our two voices um, while we smoke, I am Lindura, you can find me on social media, Instagram at lifeoflindura. You can find us both on Instagram at Plastic Free T-O. Um, we have a Facebook by that name. We too. have a Facebook called Plastic Free Toronto as well. I rarely check it, but I will try for you.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Only for you guys. Oh, thank you girls so much. It's been great. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Wow. What an episode. It certainly feels like I just stepped out of a classroom. my take from this episode has been on just how much work we have to do around power dynamics. Um, Lynn, or Nana, depending on what time of day you catch her, um, <laughs> she talked about at the end just guys acknowledging their power and you know how significant that is and even on a larger scale Tony, um, Tony's point about power dynamics not really changing even though it looks like the movement has had successes in different areas so um, that's just something I think that we should pay a little bit more attention to to see how we can um, actually help shift power dynamics in a way that matters. Um, what was your take?
0: Yeah um, it was great Lynn and Tony dropped so many gems. Uh, But I really enjoy learning about their plastic free lifestyle and their non-profit in association with that Plastic Free TO. Their thoughts on sexual assault were just so well put and it was just all really insightful. My take though from all of this is to make sure we're having a productive, introspective and preventative discussion about sexual assault when these issues come up. These days, there's a tendency to point the finger at the bad guy without taking time to reflect on our own experiences and what lessons could have been learned from it. As always, guys, if you like what
1: you've heard today, please leave a comment wherever you listen to your podcast. It helps
0: people people find us. This podcast is brought to you by Yawa. Our website is yawamag.com. Please like our page on Facebook and follow us at Yawa Magazine on Twitter and Instagram. That's Yawa Magazine, Y-A-W-A Magazine. You know what it is. Two Takes is produced and
1: edited by us, Falarin and Osai. Our music is by 1705 Music. That is 1705MUZIK. You can find him on Facebook. This has been Two Takes and a Pod. Thank you for listening. Peace.